Welcome to the Motormouth podcast with me, Harry Benjamin, and Tim Sylvie. In a very special episode this week, we went to the Goodwood Festival of Speed on an insanely hot day. My decision to wear a blazer may have been a slightly odd move, but one I stand by. Uh, nevertheless, myself and Tim had the best time, saw some pretty amazing cars uh, from your everyday road cars, supercars, sports cars, F1 cars, you name it, we saw it. Uh, you can download the Motormouth app off of your app store now, and if you head on over to the MMTV tab uh, you can see all of our exclusive videos we got on the day an epic height challenge uh, which resulted in me attempting to get into an actual F1 car uh, and we also got to chat to some amazing people so whilst we don't have uh, just the one guest to chat to you this week to make up for it we're bringing you a whole load of chat and the best bits from the Goodwood Festival of Speed 2019 starting with a little bit of F1 chat where you ask in the F1 pit lane of course so we find ourselves in the F1 pit lane here, Harry, old chum. Indeed we do. We're surrounded by a plethora of different Formula One teams. We've got the Renault F1 team, we've got Red Bull behind us, we've, we've got, got Williams. We've got back there as well with the Formula E the making Hinder, a, a guest appearance. And over here we have the, uh, the McLaren Formula One team. The iconic livery there and the papaya orange. Oh, I mustn't call it orange. They, no. get, they get crossed with that sort of thing. Not too shabby. Behind I us just... over there. So it seems like an opportune moment, Harry, to delve into your mind sack of F1 knowledge. Right. And find out your opinion on the state of F1 at the moment. Go. I think it comes down with, to, to as boring as it sounds, to like costs and things like that, because things are so expensive now that everyone's too afraid to damage them anymore. The teams don't want to spend money on them. You look at, the, you know, look at touring cars, look at DTM, right? One of the, you know, I think one of the best touring car championships around. Um, but a couple of, you know, a couple of years ago, they, they, those cars are supposed to be buff and withstand uh, contact because that is a contact heavy uh, series. But one light touch, puts a slight dent on your, on your front wing and that car's ruled out and they go and retire it. Where, where's, the, where's the fun in that? Where's, where's the, the interest drama? in that? And if, it, if that's happening in touring cars, Formula 1 ain't going to last that much longer either. And it's also the danger element because I was listening to Bottas talk the other day and um, he went off, um, he hit the wall and he was like, I kind of am pleased that I hit the wall because there shouldn't be these enormous runoff areas that you get now at these tracks. You know, you, if you make a mistake, you just go off into the runoff, yeah. runoff, runoff area, you go down a slip road, you're back on the track. Yeah. There's no punishment for error and there's no element of danger. Of course it's dangerous, you know, we, there is danger there. But you want to see, if someone makes a mistake, like a Monaco, you're in the wall, you're done, your race yeah. is finished. Good. Uh, no, couldn't agree more. So here's a question for you. Right. So if you were at the top of the sport, what would you change? What thing would you change that would make racing more exciting? You know, the first thing that pops into my head, actually, is more cars. Yeah. Do you know, that's not really been raised before. As far as I'm uh, concerned, you know, a lot of people have different views. Spec rear and front wings. Perry, who we interviewed recently, said, take away the front wing. Yeah. Don't have one. Yeah. That's ugly, it's never going to happen. You know, there was even talk of like, you know, when, in Bernie's day, just water the track, you know. Yeah, make a yeah, few sprinkler system but more on cars, every other corner. More cars, more cars. I would say more cars, it gives more drivers an opportunity uh, to, to show their skills. You know, look at Esteban Ocon, binned uh, off in the third car at Mercedes. There's an issue though with your argument. Oh, right. More cars, but you need money to enter F1. You need lots mm. and lots of money. You need to compete with the manufacturers. You're going to have to spend, what, four, five hundred million a year. It's so hard for well, new the, teams well, the to simple, come in. Well, the simple thing is, we always say reduce the amount that Hello, they do. <laughs> reduce the amount that um, that they can change on a car. Yeah. Then you have more more spec cars. Yeah. Three three per team. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be carnage. Yeah. That's what you want. Simple. Done. Why is that not in there? What about what about reverse grids? Two two races. Yeah. Yep. Reverse Big fan grids. of reverse grids as well. Big fan of that. Yeah. I'd happily have that. Mix it you up look a at bit. Formula Two. 
it works there, no one complains. It's great because you get a different you you get a different winner. Or it's even more impressive if the guy who finished first starts eight and gets back on the podium. Well I think we've sorted it. Yeah. Done. Formula One Easy. If, you, if you if you're watching, give us a call. We can sort this out for you. It's not a problem. You're welcome. So while we eagerly await the phone call from Liberty Media and the higher ups in Formula One management, we did manage to bump into a few familiar faces at Goodwood. Uh, car YouTuber, Mr. JWW, you may have heard of him, British touring car racing driver and Motormouth ambassador, Bobby Thompson, and everyone's favourite Instagram user uh, and GT driver, Adam Chris Dadulu. And we'll kick off with Mr. JWW, who had a quick chat with Tim. James, how are you, buddy? Very well, very, very well. Pleasure to see you as always. Thank you very much. What are you doing here? Who are you working with? What are you up to? <sighs> Driving a lot, man. Uh, I work here with about nine different brands, but, but predominantly with Michelin, hence me being here. And uh, over the next three days, I'm driving for Porsche. Amazing. Some, some special cars coming. Fantastic. And how's the channel going? We all watch it, of course. Well, thanks very much. Yeah, it's going great, man. We're just uh, three and a half years in now. It seems like I've been doing it a long time, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, you know, three and a half years isn't that long. Um, mixing up the content, you know, one minute we're driving a Vulcan on Gumball, next minute I'm driving a Renault Megane R26R, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's fresh and it's fun. So, so far, so good, thanks. Excellent, and what's in the garage at home at the moment? Uh, Ferrari F12 TDF, uh, GT3, um, Porsche Macan, and some other not so but bits of boring stuff like an X6 and a Range Rover. And oh, how the other half live. I, I drove down in a Mini Cooper Clubman. Uh, nothing wrong with that, mate. I bet you were engaged the whole way down, weren't you? Loved it. <laughs> there you go, then. Nothing wrong. <laughs> Listen, mate, it's great to see you. We'll let you get on. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Enjoy Goodwood. See you Thank soon. You so we've come down uh, to meet Bobby Thompson. Bobby, here we are in the arena where he's been doing some bits and pieces for uh, Alfa Romeo. Bobby, for those that don't know, is in fact a Motormouth ambassador and we're very proud to have our logo on his British touring car. How are you, Bobby? How's tricks? I'm good, thank you. Just come out the back of Alton Park, so still sort of thinking about my race and while being here at Goodwood. Yeah. And what are you up to over here then? Uh, I'm currently working for Alfa Romeo, um, taking an array of their cars up the hill today. Uh, not for a time, more just to show off. Lovely jubbly. And British touring cars, obviously. How's all that treating you? Uh, we had a good start the year, fantastic start. But we're seeing now that everyone else is progressing on further through the year and we're sort of staying put. So we could do with, we've got a five week break now, so we could do with a bit more progression over these next five weeks. So when we come back for the second half of the year, we know what we're doing. Excellent. How long are you... Uh, Good with for the whole weekend? Yeah, I'm here for all four days. I'm actually on the circuit on Saturday and Sunday, so it'd be quite nice when this gets busy, I'll get away. Yeah, and so we are in the arena with a fantastic array of cars behind us. It's Is very impressive. caught your eye while you've been here? Uh, obviously, I like these uh, two Lambos yeah, here. Sandwiching between two Lambos. It's this is your colour. This yeah. is this is this very, is a bit of you. Very Essex, very me. That. <laughs> um, so we're doing this thing at the moment where obviously I'm I'm quite I'm quite tall. We're yeah. trying we're trying not sir. to make it a thing. Yeah, well, we are. Right, yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I like his vest. Yeah, maybe I should have worn a vest. Um, <laughs> Jacket man. <laughs> I can't fit into any. Uh, there's not. I can't even fit into a Lamborghini. We tr yeah. we've tried a. Uh, what have we tried so far? Uh, we tried the, uh, the Jaguar I Pace. The Jaguar I Pace. We looked at the McLarens. They were Couldn't get in that little old Citroen. Is it? Is there anything around here that you reckon I could get in reasonably comfortable? Hmm. I reckon you'd have a pretty good go in that Euros. Definitely not the Citroen 2 CV though. I reckon no. your head would be popping out the roof on that one. Really? Yeah. Listen, Bobby, it's really good to see you. No worries. Thank um, you good much. luck for the rest of the British Touring Car season. We're definitely going to come and see you at some point. Yeah. Um, we came to one race. I can't remember where it was. Was it Donington at the start of the season? Yeah. Um, but we'll come and see you. Best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank really you very good much. to see you. Thank you. And uh, enjoy the rest of your Goodwood weekend. Thank you very much. Enjoy Cheers, it. Cheers. We've bumped into an old friend, Adam Christodoulou. How are you, buddy? 
Yeah, I'm great. Um, first day of uh, Goodwood Festival of Speed, so uh, I'm here with Mercedes AMG. Uh, here's our GC This beast behind us, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the, these four days I'm going to be playing in the new A45S. So uh, yeah, they've asked me to put it in drift mode and send it as sideways as possible up the hill. Amazing. I don't know how easy that's going to be because obviously it's pretty tight here, but uh, we've got the turning circle, so I'm definitely going to be up for doing a few donuts there and getting a few video shots and stuff and hopefully creating lots of smoke. And racing this season, what's what's the sort of aims and plans for the rest of the season? So, so, so far, uh, we're, we're halfway through the season. Uh, I just got back from Spa for the, we were basically doing the Spa 24 hour test, which is uh, in preparation for the race at the end of the month, the Blanc Pan 24 hours. And uh, and I'm super busy, so I, I couldn't ask for anything more. I'm, I think I'm doing 23 weekends racing oh, wow. this year. God, this is a nice awesome. little weekend off at Goodwood then. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, of course, like, what does a racing driver do when they're not racing? Yeah. They still go to a racetrack, I, I know right? what you do so. when you're not racing. I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> Anyone that doesn't follow Alan on Instagram, you need to go and check it out. There seems to be a lot of you on a lavatory. <laughs> and there's an awful lot of impressive Japanese toilets and, and various memes and things going on. What? what, what What's happening? Well, I, I, I'm just amusing myself half the time. <laughs> like, and of course, I get to spend far too much time on my own, so I'm just thinking of right the next daft thing that I can come up with. And, uh, and last year I was in China, and they had one of these electronic Japanese toilets, and so of course, I thought, oh, they're well, mad, aren't they? Why don't I film myself on it? <laughs> so like, I started pressing buttons, and of course, the thing started attacking me. Fair enough. Well, brilliant. Thank All you so right. much for to us, Adam, today. Good Have to a good rest you. of your day and weekend as well. Thank you very much. Pleasure to meet you properly. You Cheers. Really nice to catch up with a couple of familiar faces. And if you want to hear more from Bobby Thompson, we have a proper catch up with him coming to you in the next edition of the Motor Mouth podcast. Uh, right. I mentioned my Goodwood challenge earlier on, which involved me trying to squeeze my six foot five size 16 feet self into various cars at the Goodwood Festival of Speed at minor success one of those cars was the BAC mono and we had a little chat with them just before I got into the car so we're over at the BAC mono stand here a, uh, a car that I've been aware of for quite some time in my old life I actually man managed Ollie Webb who does bits and pieces with these guys so um, I know a little bit about them and we've got Stuart here with us who's going to give us a quick tour and a quick explanation of their latest model the R. Stuart what can you tell us about this crazy looking thing behind it's a beast you? it is indeed uh, besides the fact it was launched today uh, a matter of hours ago um, we obviously have the BAC Mono, uh, which was in 2011. That's our first car in eight years. It is basically a higher performance, lighter, more advanced, more aerodynamic version of the Mono. And it sports the second generation new design. You can see the Ram air intake system on here as well, which is uh, which people uh, marmite kind of thing. But uh, I like it. I mean, the, the feedback is that it's absolutely incredible. So uh, And it looks great. Adds a bit of additional power to the engine. That's So this one's running 305 brake horsepower. This, 340. Um, same engine though, two and a half litre Ford Duratech, but fettled by Mountune, did everything they could to it, no stone left unturned, and now it you know, produces that mount. And in actual fact, it's the highest naturally aspirated specific output engine in the world for a road car, which is 136 brake horsepower per litre, which is not too shabby. Yeah. Stupid, right? <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, so where, does this, where do these cars fit into sort of the, the automotive market? Where do, where do you sort of see them and see it going in you know, the next year and that kind of thing? Oh well, is that a hard question? Out. Well, no, sold out, sold out, yeah, sold out. So I'll take it. Mario buy one. He's got loads out? of money. Well, it only came out today, though. No? Correct, yeah. And it's sold out already. It's sold out, yeah. Wow. So, no way. That's actually that, that's amazing. Yeah. So wow. only, th only thirty models were made uh, or will be made, uh, existing just strictly to mono owners, uh, just straight mono owners around the world. 
and they yeah. uh, bit our hands off. So, so you know, perhaps Job we done. hoped we could uh, <laughs> sell some here, but there's no. You might as well pack up and go home. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> tempting, tempting. That's very cool. So it's a road legal car. So you can drive this down to Tesco's, pick yeah, up your shopping. You can't quite get the kids in there, but it, it can do everything that a normal car can do, except you could take it on the track and act like a loon. Yeah. Not one for the school run, but it's uh, basically these cars are about the, the sport of driving and yeah. the thrills of driving. You know, you don't buy this instead of an SUV, you buy it as well as, and you know, our owners have got Ferraris, McLarens, etc. but they want something that's totally different to the mold something they can enjoy on their own it's the most selfish car in the world i suppose amazing well listen we've got one more thing that we need to do and we're going to hop across to another car in a minute one of the older older models right um, and see if we can squeeze harry into it yeah what, what what's the uh, what's the chances you think i'll fit in relatively smoothly yeah <laughs> well that answers that one let's Here head over and try let's it try it shall we and if you want to see the full challenge of me getting into not just the BAC Mono, uh, we also tried a Citroen 2CV, the new Rolls-Royce Collinian, and Aston Martin, and one of Nigel Mansell's Ferrari F1 cars, I know. Uh, all the videos are on the Motormouth app under the MMTV tab, or you can find us on socials, just search Motormouth, and on YouTube as well. Finally... We looked into the future of racing while at Goodwood, which could be driverless cars, uh, and had a chat with the guys from Robo Race. So we have come over to the Robo Race stand with the lovely Ollie Walsh. Ollie, how are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Now, we know each other a little bit. Yep. We've done bits and pieces. For those that don't know, just tell them who you are and what you do. Yep. So, yeah, I'm Ollie. I'm a trackside performance engineer at Robo Race. Um, and yeah, my job this weekend is to basically look after the car and to get it out on track and do what we need to do. Okay. And this is DevBot 2, right? Yes. Okay. And so has this been on track? Is this one of the actual race cars? Uh, this one is actually the first time it's been out. It's just recently been fi uh, finished being built. Um, so this is kind of its its debut and the public debut as well at Goodwood for the, everyone to see the car in the flesh. And so if you look at this DevBot 2 compared to DevBot 1, I was just saying when I first hit it, it's come such a long way. It's got more... I want to say it's got more of a personality about it almost. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's got that shape of a car now. I mean, one of the things we really wanted to try and show people was to connect with the car. With it being autonomous, there's all these this stereotypes, people saying they don't feel connected to it. They feel like it's lost the human element. So by having what we call the emotion system, the front and rear LEDs, and the, we can change the panel on the side to show different responses. So under different actuations, braking, steering, accelerating, uh, throttle application, you can actually see what the car's doing without someone being in the car. So it's a good way to connect with the audience. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Harry, I think this would be a good form of racing for you because you wouldn't have to do anything. Exactly. <laughs> so I can't fit into any of the cars here, of course. No. See, I don't have that problem. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing, for someone who's, who's maybe uh, not that clued up on sort of autonomous racing and sort of futuristic racing, they may look at this and go, right, so it drives itself. Why, why is there a steering wheel? Why is there a cockpit? That's a very good point. Yeah. So we have our own test drivers here. So our mechanics are also our test drivers. Um, and the basic principle is we work on our software in the simulator. We prove that out in the simulator. And then we book testing sessions and we go to tracks. So once we go to the tracks, we can do map checks with a driver on board. And we say, OK, 50 kph, that's the speed limit for now. We want to make sure that the car's heading the right way, the trajectory's OK, there's no software issues or glitches. Uh, and then once we've done that, we can take the driver out and we start analysing data in terms of increasing performance um, and looking for where we can make the gains really. And for the um, for the sort of naysayers, the people who talk about combustion engines and yeah. forget this silly hybrid era and electric and autonomous, what do you say to them about people who might not be quite so educated about this type of racing so far? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I come from a background where I've worked in racing for a few years and obviously worked in Formula E and also done a bit of F1 with uh, battery systems and such. So. 
I kind of got both the angle from both perspectives. Um, and I wasn't totally for it when it first came out, but after sort of working with it and getting used to it and learning and understanding the technology, yeah, there's a lot of potential, especially in terms of performance. You're a convert. I am. Yeah. Ish. He has to say that, doesn't yeah. he? He'll be fired otherwise. Yeah, they're watching down on me, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ollie, cool. Good stuff. Thank you for that. And um, it's amazing to see such an incredible piece of technology. So um, It looks brilliant. Like, it just, does. It just looks the looks, very cool. It's so nice. Aesthetically pleasing as yeah. well. It's lovely. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. No see you around. Have a good Enjoy rest of your good weekend as well. Yeah, Pleasure to meet you. you. Yeah, cheers. Onward. So... What a day. I know, I'm exhausted. <laughs> We've covered some serious mileage today. Yeah. On foot. Definitely, but it's been pretty fun day I think amazing day well done Goodwood mm. well done Goodwood we've uh, we've done all sorts um, what's been your highlight well I mean it's got to be sitting in one of Nigel Mansell's Ferrari yeah. F1 cars that was pretty cool being able to fit in for a start relatively comfortably I have to say well, I couldn't drive it that's th for sure there are levels of comfort there are, yeah got to be honest you didn't exactly look, look. like um, it was the perfect fit <laughs> I felt like I had, I, I felt quite high up and I felt like I could see everything. You were very high yeah, up. Yeah, so I felt like I had a good view if I was on the racing track. Yeah. Um, if you had gone under a bridge at Silverstone in that car, you'd have been Oh, that would have been it. That would have been it. And I think probably it wouldn't be very fast because I'd be weighing the car down probably quite a lot. <laughs> um, but I mean, Ferrari, those guys, thank you to them. Because, heroes. Absolute heroes. Because to even get me, like, even when you go along to some other, you know, some of the former fours are a bit, sometimes they're a bit cagey with you getting in. Because I, I, we've tried so many cars to get in today. Most of them either require a the seat going all the way back, or or I've only got one foot in. No, very special day. But God, what was your highlight? Tim? Um, oh gosh, I mean, it was it was lovely to see Bobby, um, our friend Bobby Thompson over at the arena. Uh, nice to have a chinwag with him. I think it's just nice catching up with people. Yeah, seeing old faces, having a chat, seeing what people are up to. Obviously, seeing you in your jacket has been a highlight. Well, um, I've still got it on. The only way, the only way this came off was to get in an F1 car. Is, so, is uh, there? A, we'll uh, not, we'll not bother with that, shall yeah, we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 30 degrees and, a, 30 and what is essentially a tweed jacket with leather it's quite nice because we're on the, the, on the arms now, the lovely drivers club but, yeah, this uh, is very <laughs> civilized isn't it so this is the drivers club behind us which is where the drivers come to, to hang um, out we've chatted uh, to a few drivers today bobby thompson as well bobby um, thompson adam he's great we'll get him on a, on a future podcast 100 percent well. um and hopefully we've got some amazing sort of behind behind the scenes content and just sort of given you a little insight into the world of the, the Goodwood Festival Speed. There's 26th year of it this year. Yeah, 26 so, years. So uh, you can't do everything in one day, that's for sure. No, it's a shame we're not coming back for the rest of the weekend, yeah. but it's uh, it's been a special day. Thank you for joining me, Harry. It's been a pleasure Thank as you always. for having me. And um, I guess from Goodwood, we say adieu. Adieu. Goodbye. And that is it from this special episode of the Motormouth podcast. If you want to see more, we have a whole load of video content on the new Motormouth app, which is available to download. So get downloading off of whatever app store you use. A huge thank you to everyone who helped us out at Goodwood, um, from everyone who agreed to an interview and to anyone who let me sit in one of their cars. Um, and also a massive shout out to everyone at the wonderful marketing agency and Tyler who filmed for us on the day. But from me, Harry Benjamin and Tim Sylvie, we'll see you next time.